Scott Mitchell. Mm. Our TSN 1050 Jays reporter joins us. Scott, you used to cover the CFL. What do you think of Johnny Manziel in Montreal, my friend? Ah, well, you know what? I think uh, football fans win that trade because uh, I think everyone wants to see him play, and it'll be interesting. I'm sure the, the viewership numbers for that next uh, uh, the next couple of LOS games will be pretty high. But when you, I mean, you look at the trade, and it, it, I think it's weird timing, um, to be honest, because you look at the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats, and I covered the league long enough to know that you knew you need two quarterbacks to get through a season if you've got great cup hopes. So. You know, I hope uh, I hope Masoli can stay healthy because you just traded your contingency plan away. Yeah, well, you can't find quarterbacks who who are inaccurate and <laughs> throw more interceptions than touchdowns. You can't just find those guys anywhere. Oh wait, you can. There are <laughs> people are a little too high on Masoli for my taste, but that's for another day. Jay Hap prediction hat on last start at home was. Did we see it last night? Yeah, definitely the last start at home. Um, you know, if he does get one more, it'll definitely come on the road. So I can say that with a with 100% certainty. But, you know, if, uh, if you're asking if it's the last start overall. Is there um, any chance you know they what? keep him, I guess, is what that, that question asks. Is there any chance he sticks around? No, I mean, yeah. you know what, if, if, if for some reason he's not, if he's a Toronto Blue Jay past July 31st, something went seriously sideways in that front office. I'll have a, have a lot of questions to uh, to answer. But, but yeah, I mean, this is a guy, uh, you know, he goes, uh, you know, five innings yesterday. I mean, gets uh, in, into some pitch count trouble. But uh, that'll happen when you strike out nine guys. And, I mean, it, it is the Baltimore Orioles, but the stuff looked great. 19 swings and misses. That's uh, an elite number for, for anybody in, in five innings. So, um, you know, nice start for him. And, you know, I think the Blue Jays would like to cash this chip in sooner rather than later and, uh, you know, avoid the uh, avoid kind of the uncertainty of heading into another start and, you know, hoping that uh, he stays healthy and with, uh, you know, the amount of bad luck that this this ball club's had in in that sense um yeah probably they'll take a deal um you know if they've got one to their liking thank you for qualifying and saying it was the baltimore orioles on sports center last night i was doing a bumper and uh, i didn't want to say you know he had a great performance against the orioles because that doesn't mean anything that's that's like having you know against the mudville nine so i just called them a major league baseball team because they're, what, 41 and a half out now? They're so bad. And they traded their best player. I don't know if it means anything to beat the Orioles. To have swept the Orioles twice, I don't know the Jays are putting that on their promo material for 2019. Even calling them a Major League Baseball <laughs> team is uh, fairly flattering at this point. So Triple A um, plus, maybe? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with quad A. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's not a great lineup. And, and yeah, I mean... <laughs> You know, I, I don't think any team is, is looking at that performance and saying, you know, you know Jay Happ is uh, is a guy that we can uh, really count on in the playoffs after uh, carving up the Orioles. But hey, you, you know what? It, it's uh, it's been a tough stretch for for Jay. So I mean, any sort of uh, positivity like that is good. And uh, you know, teams are looking at the stuff and the track record, and both of those are there. So it, it's going to be a nice package for the Blue Jays. It just depends on. Uh, you know which one they choose because there's going to be multiple uh, suitors and, and multiple offers, and you know we'll, we'll see what they end up with. Yeah, I've seen reports of the Yankees, the Cubs, the Dodgers, the Giants. I, uh, more about the uh, the impending trade deadline. I saw a, a suggestion that Josh Donaldson, uh, you know, could come back after July 31st and still be traded. And the first question: Could that guy actually clear waivers, Donaldson? 
Yeah, that, that seems to be con- the consensus for you really? know the last uh, probably month now when you really look at it. I mean, this is a guy who's making uh, $23 million and um, you know hasn't been able to stay on the field. So, I mean, you're still picking up a pretty good chunk of change um, you know, at somewhere in August. So, uh, when you look at the situation, I mean, there's only a few teams that, that can really handle that sort of money. Um, and when you look at, uh, you know, the position, uh, there's not a lot of teams that, that need a third baseman. So it'll be interesting to see over this next, uh, you know, month or so if, if Donaldson's willing to, to move to a contender, play first base, play DH, something like that. So, yeah, but when you look at that, that chunk of money, uh, you look at a guy like, uh, Justin Verlander last year. I mean, he cleared and, you know, he had a ton of, uh, you know, future commitments. So that's a, a little bit of a difference. But, uh, you know, the, there are good players that, that, uh, clear waivers in August just because of, uh, you know, money. Yeah, I, I would just think some team that wants to roll the dice, like as you get through the, the waivers, nobody down low claims him. But when you get to say the top four teams in the league, just to have that bat and keep it from somebody else and not be committed past the end of 2018 would be pretty appealing, if not as one for your own club, but as a block to somebody else. Yeah, that, that could that could happen. I mean, you know what? You can still uh, you can still negotiate a trade when uh, you know when that block does happen with that one team. But you know, I think uh, these top top end teams are really really uh, you know kind of acutely aware of the luxury tax and that's why you see you know a number of them kind of moving salaries around so you know when you break it down he's going to be owed something in the in the area of you know four or four million bucks uh, depending on when he's claimed four million five million bucks um you know that's a that's a pretty hefty chunk of change for uh you know five or six weeks of baseball with our uh, 1050 Jays reporter, Scott Mitchell. I, I was looking at it. I've been in the Jays should burn it down camp for, I don't know, a couple of years now. So I was looking at the po- the possibility of, of burning it down. And I, I look at Troy Tulowitzki's contract and seeing it in other sports, seeing teams, you know, sell off contracts, attaching prospects to get rid of monster deals and Brooklyn's taking deals left and right. Is there any way they get ever get off Tulo's contract before it actually comes to you know before it expires well i mean you never want to close the book on some sort of creative deal that you really can't see coming um you know the los angeles dodgers and and atlanta braves kind of hooked up on on one of those in the offseason um that weirdly has turned out very well for the the dodgers taking on uh, matt kemp's uh you know the remainder of matt kemp's contract so um right now uh you know over the next year and a half i i can't see it unless you're just trading contract for bad contract um you know i i think you'd have to at this point um with you know 50 million dollars plus left on that deal you'd have to be attaching some some pretty significant contracts or prospects to get anybody to to even look at that seriously so um you know at that point uh, or at this point that, that's pretty much just a, a sunk cost and really you, you just kind of factor it into the equation and, and really move on and if you do get anything from Tulowitzki, whether it's in uh you know some sort of uh you know contract swap or, or something like that or you know on the field at some point uh that that's just a bonus um you know i don't think this team expects to get uh you know any value out of out of the remainder of Tulowitzki's deal and you know he's going to walk after the uh, the 2020 season and you know he's going to get a pretty significant buyout and hey it's going to be thanks for thanks for the memories in in 2015 and essentially what the blue jays are paying for right now is all the surplus value that he provided the the colorado rockies early in his career 
it's it's funny to evaluate trades at the time. Uh, you know, uh, Tulo for Reyes looked like, oh, we get Tulo. Oh, okay, this looks good. Reyes then had the domestic violence charges. Like, oh, thank goodness, we the Jays really won that trade. And now, I I don't I don't know push like everybody like everybody lost in this in this deal. And yeah, apart from the 2015. It it just didn't turn out. Neither guy's career, and especially Tulo's, just has not gone the way anybody hoped or maybe even expected. Ah, it's unfortunate. Well, you, you could you could really see it coming. Um, you know, based on the you know the fact that he was hurt all the time in Colorado. Same type of deal. Um, you know, struggled with really getting on back on the field and staying there once he was injured. And yeah, I mean, when you evaluate this deal as a Blue Jays fan, it's just all going to come down to sentimental value and how much uh, 2015 meant to you. Uh, you know, people that uh, were around that team, um, you know, close every day would tell you that, uh, you know, that run doesn't happen if you don't make that deal just because of how bad Reyes was uh, defensively at shortstop and what Tulowitzki brought, um, you know, when he came over, even though he did get hurt for a little bit, um, you know, he provided some 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 key hits and obviously some some key hits in the playoffs as well. So, um, you know, how, how people evaluate that deal in hindsight is just going to be all what 2015 meant to you because, uh, yeah, it, it's left the Blue Jays in a, in a little bit of a, of a lurch, uh, you know, when yeah. it comes to that contract. Yeah, and I mean the injuries in general have left them in a lurch. I saw they have sixty-four million dollars on the injured list right now, which is a remarkable sum of money. Uh, Marco Estrada uh, rehabbing. Will he be back in Toronto? Do you think? Well, I, I think he's probably in that same boat as Josh Donaldson at this point. I mean, yeah, he's going to throw a rehab game today at Double A New Hampshire, and then uh, make one start uh, likely later this week, uh, probably in Chicago. So. Um, when you really look at it, uh, you know, you're hoping that, that he pitches well. And, and then uh, some team in August, um, you know, maybe has an injury or something like that and, and comes calling for, for a depth starter. Uh, you know, Marcos had his moments and, you know, it was uh, real unfortunate timing when he, when he strained that left glute on July 3rd, because, uh, you know, in June, it was his best month. I mean, he was pitching to, uh, you know, an ERA in the low twos and, and, and really had that, that change up working and started to find some of his, uh, his mechanics that are so key for him and, uh, you know, being able to, to have a little bit of deception in that delivery. So, uh, you know, I, I, that one's going to be a tough one. I mean, I, I think it's going to be fringe contenders, teams that are, are really just trying to make a push in, um, you know, in August, trying to, you know, maybe nail down a second wild card spot. I don't think, you know, any of the legit contenders without an injury are, are going to be real interested in, in sniffing around, uh, you know, a guy who throws 86 and, and is really, you know, hasn't looked uh, like he did a couple years ago over the past kind of 18 months or so. So uh, that one's going to be a tough sell. But, uh, you know, if he pitches well later this week and uh, into August, uh, you never know, you might get a lottery ticket prospect out of it. Scott, just saying, Friday, August 3rd, you, me, train to Montreal, Manziel's first start as they host the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Are you in or are you in? <laughs> you know what? If I'm in Toronto, I'm in. I could be in uh, Seattle on uh, Roberto Asuna watch at that point. But, hey, uh, I'm looking forward to watching uh, Johnny Manziel run around. I don't know how it's going to go, especially <laughs> in front of that offensive line, but hey, it's going to be fun.